From WOUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Taylor Burnett. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from Southeast Ohio. This week on The Outlet, children as young as five began getting their vaccines in Athens County after it was approved for emergency use. Kids at a vaccine clinic on campus were happy to get their COVID shot. Yes, because I don't want to get the big germ. And this week for Winter Weather Awareness Week, our forecasters have you covered with some of the most important information you need to know going into the quickly approaching winter season. Yeah, these segments are here to not only emphasize potential threats and hazards, but to educate everyone about the weather and how it works so that people can be prepared. These stories and more, right here on The Outlet. Ohio University's Office of Sustainability gave students the chance to get some fresh new fall styles while helping keep the environment free of clothing waste from fast fashion. Olivia Roman talked to organizers of the event. The university's Office of Sustainability Ambassadors held the East Green Clothing Swap in Jefferson Hall at Ohio University's Athens campus. This event allowed students to bring in their unwanted clothes in exchange for the climate and sustainability ambassadors donated clothes. These ambassadors said the purpose of this event was to provide these students the opportunity to save money and find different ways they can sustain and benefit the environment. There were 10 tables filled with clothes, along with accessories and shoes. A few ambassadors said they noticed the sweaters and jeans going the fastest, with winter and colder temperatures quickly approaching. Many students were thrilled when they found an item they really liked, some racing around the room to show their friends. This was the third sustainability event of the day. Others included a recycling education on West Green and the importance of plants for sustainable living on South Green in order to encompass all three residential greens on campus. Ambassador Chloe Jarrett, a junior who has been in the program for over a year now, said that their efforts as a group are aimed toward dorm outreach. They want to make sure that they are providing easy locations and opportunities for all, in order to teach students that helping the environment starts with simple changes in our everyday life, such as thrifting clothing instead of buying it new. The climate and sustainability ambassadors switch up their events often. However, because this event caught the attention of a big crowd, they are hoping to host another clothing swap soon. Swapping clothing with friends at events or in dorm rooms is a common practice among college students, but doing so more can actually make a big environmental impact over time. For Winter Weather Awareness Week, WOUB's lead forecaster Aaron Ashley and forecaster Henry Groff are here with us to discuss all the hazards winter weather can bring. Tell me about some of the things we need to look out for this winter, Aaron. Well, thank you, Taylor. The purpose of Winter Weather Awareness Week is to do, well, exactly what you think. It is in place so that people are aware of how winter weather impacts us and our livelihoods. Yeah, these segments are here to not only emphasize potential threats and hazards, but to educate everyone about the weather and how it works so that people can be prepared. That's great. What are some of the things you all have talked about so far? Yeah, I know forecaster Ashley Ziegler informed us about the differences between snow, ice, and freezing rain. And I'm aware that forecaster Cam Kuzno chatted about what warrants a watch versus a warning for a weather event. Well, actually, just the other day, I discussed some of the hidden hazards of winter weather, such as black ice and wind chill stuff. But I know that Aaron actually covered how we can all prepare for other winter weather events. 
Oh, well, absolutely. You can't have a winter weather awareness week without telling y'all how to be prepared. So I broke down the essentials to an emergency kit that you should keep in your car at all times. Such things could be jumper cables, flares, phone chargers. But if there is one thing you should absolutely keep in your car, it's a blanket or clothes to keep you warm. Fascinating stuff. Is there anything else we can expect from you all as winter weather awareness week comes to an end? Yeah, for our last segment, I'll be talking about snow squall warnings, which are like little blizzards where we see short bursts of snow with gusty winds. These are usually dangerous when on the road where visibilities will quickly drop down to near a quarter mile. But if you missed any of our segments throughout the week, you can find the clips on our Twitter account and our full episode of Newswatch. Thank you all for joining me today. I really appreciate it. At the intersection of Court Street and Union Street sits what was once a bookstore and what now has the potential to become a new retail space and nearly 20 new residences, WUB's David Forster has found out. The building used to be Follett's Bookstore, which closed in 2019, but has since sat empty. In the spring, the building's window acquired a sale pending sign that has been there ever since. The potential buyer is Student Rentals Incorporated, who hopes to turn the upper two floors of the space into single-bedroom or efficiency apartments. Efficiency apartments differ from studio apartments in that they are smaller, and they often do not include full-size appliances. City code would require 40 off-street parking spaces for these units, but the buyers wanted to provide only half that number. The Board of Zoning Appeals rejected an offer in June for the buyer to provide no off-street parking for its residents. The possibility of another large housing unit uptown creates concerns over parking. Though some local real estate owners like John Wharton have worked on solutions for this, like carving ramps into the basement of the building to provide that parking. The possible buyers of the building were not willing to provide an update about their plans to WUB at the time of publishing. After the CDC and the FDA recommended and authorized the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccination for use in children ages 5 to 12, many parents in Athens County brought their children out to the vaccination sites. Andre Norrells talked to the Athens County Health Department officials kids, and their parents about what they thought about the vaccine. Seven-year-old Elizabeth Schmidt has no reservations getting her COVID vaccine. Did you want to get vaccinated? Uh, yes, because I don't want to get the big germ. From getting protection against COVID to playing Uno. (laughs) Kids like Schmidt, who attended the vaccination clinic in Athens, were welcomed with a fun environment with employees and volunteers dressed up in costumes. I don't know why everyone's dressing up. Athens City County Health Department Commissioner James Gaskell says this was intentional. We thought that if we dressed up that that would entertain them and distract them from worrying about getting a vaccination. Before getting the shot, six-year-old Hazel Bartell was a little worried. Well, I'm kind of scared. But the environment helped Bartell feel at ease when getting the vaccine. She says the shot was quick and easy. And after, she was rewarded with a sticker. Good job! Gaskell believes it's important to get kids vaccinated so they don't pass COVID to others. So we think they're an important group to vaccinate. They'll help us get rid of the pandemic uh, moving forward. For those kids worried about getting the vaccine, Schmidt says you have nothing to worry about. I hoped you were not scared. And that it will be over in... Like, one snap. And for the parents that are worried, Gaskell encourages you to take your child to get the shot. We're confident this is a safe vaccine. So they should arrive here confident that they won't have serious side effects and their children should do well with the vaccine. 
The Athens County Health Department is hosting vaccination clinics regularly, and you can find specific times and locations on their website. Did you miss hearing from reporter Nick Veland this week? Well, he lives a double life. For those of you who keep up with high school football in Athens County and beyond, you'll know that he is also the host of Gridiron Glory, WUB's weekly show, recounting all the highs and lows of high school football in Southeast Ohio. Catch Nick and other frequent voices from the outlet on the finale of Gridiron Glory, where they'll be naming the Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and the All Gridiron Glory team, naming 50 of the top players this season. Catch it on WUB at 11.30 p.m. after the Friday night lights turn off. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The Outlet is produced each week by me, Taylor Burnett. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Jinta Khan mixes our audio. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at WUB.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at Outlet underscore WUB and Instagram at WUB underscore Outlet. We'll be back the week after next with more stories from the Southeast Ohio region. Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs>